and welcome to another Ya Basic episode <laughs> oh of gosh. We Only Look Then. <laughs> I am your basic host, Cringy Donald Weigel. Basic- this is cringy Donald Weigel uh, here. Uh, I am one of your hosts. I have lost about 100 pounds. I've kept it off for something like six years. I don't know why I always forget exactly how long. Uh, and uh, I am here, as always, to talk about it with... Catherine Weigel. I am your wife. I, oh, yeah. I uh, wasn't sure what basic was when I first heard the term. Someone said that they were basic. Yeah, you basic I, like that. Yeah, no, you, you say, yeah, basic. Yeah, I don't know if you do. I don't know if you're in the the right uh, tax bracket yeah, no, to, look, I, I or try, age bracket. Listen, I tried something and it didn't work, but, but at least I can say I tried it. You know what I mean? We're going to pivot to me, which you are actually, you already pivoted to me. So that's fine. So yeah. uh, I am Catherine Weigel. I am Donald's wife. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I don't know why I said it like that. Uh, I am a Tiny Habit Certified Coach, a Thrive Global Certified Coach, and I have lost uh, about 120 pounds and kept it off for about as long as however it is that Donald has kept off his weight. So congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations to you as well. Yeah. Uh, Did you you say everything about being Tiny Habit Certified and Thrive Global Certified? So many certifications. So many certifications. Well- we are uh, going to discuss the basics in ah. this episode, which is uh, why I opened it that way. But uh, before we get into that, Catherine has a, a ritual. Uh, I guess it's <laughs> a ritual or yeah, uh, an obsessive compulsive OCD, yeah. uh, behavior where before we start recording, she looks at our Apple podcast reviews and uh, shouts out the new tally. Lo and behold. And, and there, were, there was a new one, yeah. a, a pretty new one uh, from earlier this week uh, that she read out loud. And we thought it might be nice to read actually on the podcast uh, for a couple of reasons. Yeah, And uh, the first reason is that it is kind of germane to the episode that we will be doing today about the basics of getting into weight loss. Um, but it was just a really like I, I, I read it aloud to Donald. I didn't know what it, what it was going to say. I don't know if it was going to be bad. You stink or whatever. But turns yeah. out it was another glowing review. Yeah. And this one was from McCabe. <laughs> There's a lot. <laughs> Lots of M's and Lots then of M's. yeah, it's like Mick Babe probably, but there's a lot of M's yeah. in there. So okay. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but uh, it starts out a mindset intervention for life, which is huge. That, yeah. that is huge. Um, so it, uh, here I shall read it <clears throat> in the what I can assume is a Mick Babe voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Every every voice you use is a Mick Babe voice, as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. I like to think so. So yeah, um, it starts in a word inspiring in a few more words slow and steady gets the spaghetti which is the funniest <laughs> i never heard that before i hadn't either but who slow and steady gets the spaghetti it's uh pretty appropriate and it would have been amazing if it was just that but then right. mcbabe goes on to say i saw this podcast mentioned in a reddit thread that's on the dark web um and yeah. got hooked right away it's funny introspective and relatable it's also family friendly if that's your thing which we're definitely friendly 
and family-like. So yeah, that, that is our thing. Uh, and though I may be a tad too young for some of their jokes, I have straight up cackled at many. <laughs> which <laughs> She's probably like 45. <laughs> She's a tad too young right, for our, our old time. No, but jokes. I'm glad that our I mean, we, we, is... we have repeatedly mentioned Chopin on the show. Which... <laughs> yeah, which I think is before everyone's yeah, time, but that's exactly. fine. Okay, we said we're going to do very few asides on this episode. So yeah, like, like you knew this wasn't going to happen. Keep it going. So, okay, she, uh, McBabe goes on to say, to be completely honest, I was at my worst mental space when I found this podcast, hopeless about my weight and fitness levels. Listening to this podcast almost immediately gave me a new perspective. It brightened my life. When I tell you that in two weeks, I went from walking under 1K steps every day to 4K a day and being excited about it. I wouldn't have peeled me off the couch for cash money. Yeah. Which, like, I got shivers when I heard that. That is absolutely amazing. No, that that really makes me feel fantastic. Like, we're, we're really uh, doing something worthwhile. And that, you know, those sorts of reviews are incredibly meaningful. Yeah. So, uh, but Catherine and Donald did that for me. And all I had to pay was attention boom hitting us with more that's pretty great yeah no that's pretty great so uh another reason to bring this up and we we say this at the end of every episode but you know if you would like to help us out if you are getting something out of the show you know it it doesn't cost you anything except a a tiny bit of your time one of the best ways to really help us out is to leave those apple podcast reviews or to give us a shout out on something like Reddit, um, it really does help uh, help out the show a lot, and we appreciate it. And thank you, uh, Babe or McBabe, McBabe, yeah. uh, McBabe, uh, very much for leaving that review. Well, and not to mention like that, it means a lot to us. Just think your post on Reddit or some other dark web resource that you're on, like someone might come upon it and be like. I've tried everything and nothing has really stuck with me. And like, what if you're the person that helps change someone's life? Like we might've been a good podcast, but whoever posted about us on Reddit, like they're the real winners also. So thank yeah, you everybody absolutely. who participated in all of that. It, uh, it means so much that even after all of this time that we are still helping change people's lives. And guess what? Today's going to be no different. Here come some life changes. Absolutely. And speaking of uh, references that you might be too young for, uh, Abraham Maslov. Oh, Abraham. <laughs> I was going for Lincoln. It is President. President's Day weekend as we're recording this. Yeah, so. it is. It is. But this comes out well after I that. I know, but you said Abraham. <laughs> you throw people off like that. I don't. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, so uh, we're recording this several weeks ahead before it's going to come out. But uh, Abraham Maslov was a uh, psychiatrist, I believe, or psychologist at least, um, that uh, came up with the idea that people have a hierarchy of needs. And we've talked about this on on other episodes, but until your very basic needs are met, you know, things like food, water, shelter, it is very difficult to to pursue any other needs that humans have. And my wife, Catherine Weigel, has taken this and she has making her made her own. You've probably seen Maslow's like pyramid where there's like the basic needs at the bottom and then the sort of self-actualization needs at the top where, you know, you become like the best version of yourself. Catherine has made a whole bunch of these pyramids relating to health and fitness. Um, 
there's a hierarchy of habits, a hierarchy of foods, a hierarchy of movement. Um, and what we wanted to to really focus on in this episode was sort of the the base, uh, not necessarily the base base level of the pyramid, but you know, do an episode uh, for people who who really need to either sort of start or restart. Um, the idea here is that the different levels of the pyramid in terms of health and fitness are at the at sort of the base, you're finding your footing. And then as you move up, you're growing. And then towards the top, you are thriving. And this is made up, in our opinion, of, uh, you know, percentage-wise, this is sort of 60% of this is mindset. 40% of this is diet slash food is like what you're eating. And then 20% of that of the rest of it is exercise and movement. And I think that, you know, just as a little bit of an aside, I think that many, many people that we encounter through our lives, and I used to be one of them, you know, thinks, hey, I'm doing everything that I can right now. I just need to go to the gym and and the pounds will come off. But it's a lot, lot more than that. Yeah. And I think for us and the purpose of this this series that we're going to be doing is to really break down the kinds of habits, behaviors, uh, you know, food tracking, things to think about the scale for each stage of your development in your weight loss journey venture. Because when we're just starting out, we're not thinking about maybe running a marathon. We're just like getting off the couch, like right. McBabe. Like, and that is really important to start where you are. So in this episode, we're going to talk about some fundamentals. And then in following episodes, we're going to level up with each following episode so that uh, no matter where you are in your journey, you understand that not only are there steps above where you are, but when you're having a tough time, you can also go back to these simple steps when you're feeling like you need uh, to start over again. Yeah. So again, speaking of references that you might be too young for, the old 1960s Batman show, like Batman and Robin would like routinely climb up the sides of buildings on on ropes and like celebrities would stick their head out of windows i remember and, that and, like say sammy hello. davis jr like so think i about, don't know where you're going with this but think I'm very about the excited. next few episodes this episode and the next few like Catherine and i are batman and robin climbing up the building and like as we reach different levels of the building a different celebrity will poke their head out and uh, we will uh, um, we will add more. No, we're going to do a series of these where we we sort of go up the side of the pyramid and talk about like you know how to to get yourself mentally and physically ready to move to the next level of the pyramid until you've achieved your goal weight and then you're you know pushing yourself to even other goals on top of that. Exactly. So for this episode, and and you might be a person that is already far along your journey venture, and you might be saying, why should I listen to this episode? Well, I'm going to tell you. So this episode is not only for people who are just starting out, but it's for people who are feeling maybe overwhelmed with the level of intensity that they're doing right now. It might be for someone who is just going on vacation right now who just needs some like basic 
things to think about when you're away from your normal habits. Um, this can also be for anyone who is suffering from an injury or some sort of setback. Like we've definitely gone through phases where we think that weight loss and the whole fitness thing is a, you know, a straight line, but we have setbacks. And so going back to these fundamentals can really help. This is for people too who just want to start but feel overwhelmed with a big giant plan. We're not even going to talk about calories in this episode or step counts. Uh, we're just going to get you moving a little bit. And like I said, anyone who's having a setback who feels like they just need to sort of refresh and get back to basics. This episode is for everyone. Yeah, it's a good reminder. Like, you know, Catherine and I have done over 300 episodes of this podcast, have maintained goal weights. But, you know, we have setbacks all the time and we go through different seasons. And, you know, I I, I don't want to get into too many details, but, you know, back in November, I had a job situation that that changed and it really sent me into kind of uh, a an unexpected like heavy depression uh, and I had a real struggle then for the next couple of months in terms of my eating and and my uh, my fitness goals and you know it it really kind of took me I had to go really back to basics and and almost remind myself how to start over to to get back on track so. There are, you know, let's start with mindset when we're talking about basics. And and the one sort of main thing that we'd like to tell people from the beginning is that there is no one weird trick that is going to melt off the pounds. And that comes from those internet ads of like, this one weird trick yeah. has Sherman Oaks doctors baffled like you, they don't want you to know about. There, There isn't a weird trick. There's no magic pill. There's no magic bullet. There's no like effortless diet that is going to make the pounds melt off. It's about building habits and making them part of your lifestyle and gradually taking the pounds off in a way that is sustainable. Number two is it is better to start on something that you end up changing than it is not to start at all. Exactly. Like if you just keep like mulling over your possibilities, well, I don't know if I should do this. I don't know if I should do that. And you're sort of like waiting for the perfect idea or the perfect time to come along. Like there's always going to be obstacles and problems in your way. It's better to do something or to start on something than it is not to start at all. Exactly. Well, and I think too that that sort of thinking of the all or nothing can be super overwhelming and paralyzing to think about being super sedentary or completely, you know, not doing anything with your calories. So great points, Donald. Mindset is a really huge part of this, like Donald said. So the next thing uh, after mindset is what we really think about is the scale and a lot of times we have ideas about giant amounts of weight that we want to lose. And in this episode, we're honestly going to ask you to not even think about the scale right now. Don't think about the total number of magical pounds you want to lose, the magical BMI that you want to be, the size of clothing you want to be. We're just talking about living in the moment. You know, and you might be here because of your weight or the size of your clothing or, you know, how exhausted you get going up the stairs. I know that that was true for me, but it can be daunting to think about forever. We're not asking you to think about your forever perfect weight, your per, you know, how much you want to lose per week. We're just asking you to show up. And part of that, and this is where I started, was just focusing on having some clothing that fits you. Well, I literally 
went to JCPenney's, bought a larger size pair of jeans one night because mine were too tight. And then I said, tomorrow, I'm just going to start moving forward with some habits. But doing that means having a couple of pieces of clothing that actually fit the body I'm in. Not my ideal body, but something that made me feel comfortable now. So for me, that was it. So don't think about the scale right now. Just think about living in the body that you have and then build on that to make some good choices. Yeah. And it's also not about thinking about the rest of your life right at this second. And I think that, you know, I would get overwhelmed uh, and daunted and just end up doing nothing because I would look at the scale and be like, I have to lose 80 pounds. I have to lose 100 pounds. And it would feel like an impossible hill to climb. And if you like, if you just don't really focus on that at the beginning and just figure out like, what can I do right now? to get myself started because I have the rest of my life to do this, but that doesn't mean I have to figure out the rest of my life right now. Exactly. And we're not, none of us are too old and it's not too late. And starting means changing your relationship with food and movement. So Donald is going to jump off on the food uh, pyramid. No, that's not a pyramid. <laughs> yeah, we should, we could talk about the food pyramid. Um, but uh you know, with food, I think that for a lot of people, uh, you know, tracking calories is kind of their kryptonite. Like they're just like, I just can't, I just don't want to like the idea of tracking a calorie, it drives me crazy. And if you're one of those people, like then don't track calories right now, instead of, of that, you know, start all of this takes practice. It's all like if you're if you're learning a musical instrument, you don't pick it up and you're instantly good at it. You have to spend a lot of time practicing. Or if you're learning a sport or or basically almost anything, you know, uh, needlepoint, you know, you have to learn. There's like a learning curve. And all of this is about about practicing to become better. So think about what you can add at the beginning instead of thinking about like you know, when I would think about going on a diet in air quotes, I would think about everything I couldn't have or right. all of the fun things I couldn't do. At this point, to get yourself started, just think about what you can add to your like add to your life. Like instead of thinking, well, I can't ever have fast food again, at the beginning, have your fast food, but instead of just eating like the burger and fries, maybe you add like the side salad that comes with it. Or, you know, look, my favorite meal is is pizza. Okay, maybe you, instead of cutting out the pizza, you have the pizza, but then on top of the pizza, you're eating like, you know, you add broccoli or not, not, not literally like on, on top it, of the that's pizza, not that but weekend. in addition to eating the pizza. <laughs> I feel very passionately about not putting broccoli on pizza. Right, I do too. Um, in addition to eating the pizza, you, you add a vegetable to, to that dinner so that you're, you're getting in the habit of like trying to fill yourself up with lower calorie, higher, you know, higher vitamins, you know, style foods as you get going. Yeah. And I think part of that too with the food is that the word restriction comes in a lot, which I really don't like. What I like is the idea of showing a little bit of restraint and just even that as a mindset shift of 
adding things to something that you're already eating isn't about deprivation. It's about, you know, adding just more to your life. Add a rainbow of vegetables and fruit and even adding additional protein can really help with fullness. So really think about what you can add instead of thinking of this as a subtracting from your life forever and ever. And and think about the lower calorie healthy things, healthy foods that you actually enjoy. Like I, there are lots of fruits out there that I, that I really enjoy and they're so low calorie. And so adding those to my life, instead of trying to, to take away a lot of foods really helped me. And something that Catherine and I recommend a lot is to pump, pump up, up the, the volume. 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 And, <clears throat> Sorry, my throat. Okay. Can we, can we do it again? Yeah, okay. Something that we suggest is pump Pump up the the volume. volume. Pump up the volume of foods that you already enjoy with uh, added low-calorie vegetables, salsa, add some cauliflower to your mac and cheese. It just hides in there. You don't even notice you're eating it, but it does increase the volume. We're not talking about eating three sad peanuts on a giant plate. We're talking about adding food to what you're already eating to make you feel more satisfied. Yeah, something that I do, and I'm not suggesting that you start with this, but something that I do a lot of is to, um, I I buy mostly already pre-chopped like mushrooms and onions, and I will saute a large batch of them, and then I have them for the week to just throw on top of almost everything that I eat. And it, yeah. it it adds a lot of volume for virtually no calories to what I'm eating. And then, you know, if you're somebody that that like the idea of of preparing a fruit is a problem for you, they're at the grocery store. They have all of these like pre-chopped, like ready to eat fruits and things that require no work on your part to just like buy them and eat them. And like you know, most of the stores where where I shop, there's already pre-chopped broccoli that is like microwavable in a bag or pre-chopped cauliflower that's microwavable or green beans that are already trimmed and cleaned and like ready to just throw in a microwave. Like think about adding things like that to your life that are super easy that will fill you up and, and perhaps get you more used to than, you know, maybe you won't want to eat quite as much of the foods that that are indulgent when you're adding those things to your diet. Well, and two, I think one big mindset shift that we've made is not thinking about fruit as giant carb, like sugar nightmares. Sure, everything has calories, which again, we're not talking about that in this episode, but for so long because of other diets we've done in the past that demonized certain foods like oh you, get, if you eat an apple suddenly like you'll gain right. a like i didn't get to two times more than i weigh right now because of apples that like, wasn't my I, issue i cut out for years and years fruit and a lot of like starchier vegetables because of of having done atkins when i was much younger which is is now it's basically the same thing as keto if you know as far as i know um and so for a long time, I just avoided those things. And I had I had this idea that eating any of those sort of things, like um, I read recently that there was a study about the most filling foods and like like boiled white potatoes was was number one on this like list of filling foods. And that 
you know, was just a, a complete no-no when you were doing a, a low-carb diet. So it was really hard for me to get over this idea that like fruit was was the devil because it has it has natural sugars in it. Well, and part of that too, in terms of thinking outside the pint uh, question mark when you're thinking about having dessert is if you enjoy dessert and maybe some ice cream, add strawberries to it. Cut yeah, some strawberries to add volume. Add canned peaches to like yogurt, pump up the volume and give yourself more. Because when we get into that scarcity mindset of, well, now all the fun and joy in my life is gone, that's when we start wanting to rebel from things and, and you know, act in a way that is against our best interest. So for us, adding to your plate is where we would love for you to start. Whether you're on vacation and you're indulging, doesn't hurt to add some vegetables, doesn't hurt to add some fruit. So even some protein in there, add protein to a salad. It makes a difference. And this is just the starting point. This isn't, again, we're not asking you to focus on your whole life. This is just the current season that you're in until you're ready to take on more. Yeah, get in the habit of adding things to your diet that you know will help you achieve a health goal. And then eventually it will become easier for you to do that. And then later on, we can worry about counting calories, et cetera. Exactly. So the next thing that we are going to talk about is movement. And we're not saying exercise because that might be more than you can do for yourself right now. We are so often told when we're kids no pain, no gain, sweat out the whatever, you've got to burn it to earn it. All of these messages about you only get to deserve food if you exert a lot of energy through Yeah, like basically like you're punishing yourself with exercise. Exercise was, was framed to me as a kid as this punishment that you had to have in order to deserve good things in your life. And and that's how I grew up thinking about it. Right. And for someone like me, uh, you know, and maybe even Donald to a lesser extent, who sort of had uh, non-active families, we didn't grow up in super active families. I didn't have like a walk after dinner, a, a Saturday morning walk at the farmer's market. That's movement, but it's not necessarily exercise. And we're asking you to give yourself permission to just focus on movement that you can add into your day. Uh, there is a, a a fancy technical science term uh, called NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which talks about the activity that we have throughout the day in just our normal life living. Um, there is a chart somewhere that talks about if you do, you know, an hour of exercise a day, that's something like three to four percent of your time, but just your waking hours not sleeping is about 63% of your time. Yeah. And so what we do in that 63% of our time adds up vacuuming matters, sweeping the floor, doing laundry, picking up, you know, glasses and doing dishes. 
all of that counts as movement. And we feel like it's not enough, like we've got to be doing something audacious and giant. And, you know, well, if I really wanted this, I'd sign up for a 10k and just figure out how to do it. Please don't do that. Start where you are. And there are actually there is a study by science that I would like to share with you. What? Have a you science heard of study? A science study. So much of movement has to do with mindset and how we think about the day-to-day activities that we get. There was a scientific experiment. It wasn't done in a lab. It was actually in a hotel. But there were two groups of... Sometimes the greatest lab of all is a hotel. (laughs) I don't know what that means. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Maybe Hotel Transylvania. Yeah. Um, If you're in the wrong hotel, your your, uh, room might be like a Petri dish. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So there was a study done with two sets of housekeepers at a hotel and one set, they were sort of, you know, the the overwhelming uh, uh, theory was, I work too much, I don't have enough time to exercise. Yeah. One control group was told to just go about their activity throughout the month without any additional guidance. The other set was told that everything that they were doing at work was actual exercise. Vacuuming was exercise. Making the bed was exercise. Cleaning mirrors was exercise. All of that movement counted in changing your body composition, and it mattered in burning calories. And the group that was told that their work was exercise actually had, without changing any other factors, lost weight, reduced their BMI, and felt healthier just because they knew that all of their movement mattered in getting in activity throughout the day. The control group that wasn't told that it was fitness, they had no change. They were, you know, they, they didn't lose any weight. So really thinking about everything that we do as sneaking in activity right under the nose of the presidential physical fitness test, what? Yeah, plus you can then maybe trick your significant other or roommate into doing more housework if you, <laughs> like, drop this information on a regular basis. Hey, but, why don't you vacuum? Wouldn't that be neat? That'd be such good exercise. <laughs> oh my gosh. We are not, I am not involved in this. But really thinking about that, once we understand that movement throughout the day, whether it's going, you know, you're working at the office, you don't have time to work out, go to the kitchen and get some water. Go to a different floor of the building to go to the restroom. Go out to your car at lunchtime to put on, like to to drop something off your car. For me, realizing that moving throughout the day instead of literally sitting for eight hours, all of it matters. All of it adds up. Yeah. And I think that um, the sort of the bottom line here is that I used to think that that there was real exercise and then fake exercise or exercise that didn't count or didn't matter. But getting that idea that all movement is important and all movement is good movement was really a fundamental, you know, mind shift and then a practical shift in my life that resulted in a lot of weight lost. And, you know, I used to think if I didn't go to a gym like five or six days a week that I, that that didn't matter, that it wasn't real exercise. But 
all of these things that Catherine brought up, all of this movement that you do is real movement and it all matters and it all burns calories. Well, and one of the really big messages throughout all of this, whether you're thinking about food or movement, is there is a predisposition to think about what you can't do. Well, I work in an office and can't leave my desk, so I can't go and do this. Right. I don't like vegetables. So how can I pump up, you know, like I don't like most vegetables. How can I, I can't pump up the volume instead of focusing on what you can't do. Focus on those little things that you can do. Stand up between every phone call that you have. Stand up while you're watching a Zoom meeting if you're not on video. If you don't like tons of vegetables, lean into the ones that you do like. Okay, well, that just means I eat baby carrots throughout the day. Yeah. Enjoy what you like. Don't focus on those things that you hate because this isn't about a journey of hate. This is about a, like filling things with your life that are practical for the stage that you're in. And for movement as well, that goes for setbacks that we indefinitely will all have. Like we don't know when it's going to happen, but setbacks happen. Maybe you used to be an avid runner, but you had a knee injury and can't do that. So this might be the time to just focus on like core strength instead of focusing on the things that you can't do. Journey of Hate is a German thrash metal band, <laughs> by the way, that uh, that you might want to check out on YouTube. But really, looking at what you can do, whether that's stretching at your desk, seated, whether that's you know getting up for a few minutes, all of that adds up. And if weekdays are difficult, what can you do on the weekend? Oh, you mean I can have different habits for different days? Yeah, sure. Add a walk after work. Add a walk before breakfast. Do something small. Take your dog for a walk. Find somebody else's dog. This is not all dog-based, <laughs> but... <laughs> We're not recommending that you take a dog without the owner knowing for a walk, but... Uh... But for, for us and like for Donald, we started just by walking our daughter to school. And it was a quarter of a mile, which was maybe a 10-minute walk, and... It was, you know, the, the the question comes up, well, that's not enough. That's not going to be enough. Why should I even bother? Everything matters. Every single penny that you invest in your 401k matters. And every time we take a moment to invest in our health by walking to a different room, going to go check the mail, take out the trash, doing the laundry, it all adds up to building up your identity as someone who cares about their body and that every small investment matters. If you know me now, or if you've been listening mm -hmm. to the show for a while, you would be absolutely shocked at how resistant I was just to walking our kid to school, which was, <laughs> what, what was it, like a seven minutes away yeah. or something like that when she was in elementary school? Like I uh, you would not believe how how torturous I thought that was at the time, <laughs> and now I have a twenty thousand step, step a day mind. goal. I yeah, know. he would rather get a uh, a folding chair and a or a folding desk and a chair and sit with his arms crossed and be like, I'm not walking that kid to school. <laughs> I know, I know, and like really the idea that I thought, you know, what is that going to do? It's you know, and it turned out it it was the like almost literal first step in changing my life, right? And 
once I, you know, I mean, blah, 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 you can listen to all 300 episodes and find out how we lost weight and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, but... blah, blah, blah. It's not easy. <laughs> Just listen to 300 episodes of the show. But I became a Tiny Habits certified coach a few years ago. And one of the principles, and again, I didn't know this when I was doing the the weight losing, uh, that that's not a way that people talk. But once I saw that there was actual... <laughs> What? Okay. No, I was doing the weight losing. I don't know. That just sounded very funny to me. No, I was yeah. trying not to laugh that hard, and maybe, then I did. Maybe I'm just an AI who doesn't know how to talk uh, like humans. When you are doing all the weight losing. <laughs> but in this last time journey venture, starting where you are and adding small things really feels manageable. It might not feel like enough, but studies show it's science-backed that starting small and then building upon those habits really matters. And that's what my tiny habit certification is and the Thrive uh, Global certification is, is starting with small mindset shifts and small habit shifts that over time build into bigger action. And so whether you are starting out your weight loss journey for the first time, you've never tracked a calorie, you're just trying to figure out like how to get yourself on track, starting small matters. Every investment matters. And when you're ready to build on that, we've got an episode for you, which will be our next episode. Absolutely. And I, I think just to uh, just to tie a bow on this, you know, Catherine said at the beginning, I, and, you know, I mentioned as well, I have to remind myself of these things all the time, even after all this time. Like, every time I have a setback, every time a season changes, every time, you know, something like real life is going to come up and it's going to get in the way of my health and fitness goals. But remembering that all of these small changes and all of these things like starting small really matter and build up really is the foundation and it gives me the the ability to get back on track on a regular basis every time one of these things happens and and I think it is important to keep in mind no matter where you are because there's times where I feel invincible like I feel like there's nothing that's ever going to derail me ever again <laughs> and then it does it always does and I always have to come back to these basics in order to ground myself and find my footing again and and start walking back up that pyramid. Well, and I think the good news in all of this is that being surprised that life gets in the way right. and that there's rain and that there's illnesses and that there are setbacks, we don't need to be surprised by that. We can go, what good luck. There's an episode of We Only Look Thin that will remind me of the basics when things get hard. It's not a linear progress that we just suddenly like, hey, we hit our goal weight later days, everybody. We have real life challenges just like you. And being able to go back to these simple steps wherever you are in your journey is just a really great foundation to sort of ground you for those times when you have less energy to give you're maybe just starting over again after a big setback, or like Donald said, a season change in your life. So we know that we rely on these habits when we have setbacks. We know that if someone, if someone had just said, what, 25 years ago? Yeah. Hey, buddy. Hey, maybe have a kid and walk them to school. 
Like maybe not having the kid, but like <laughs> just go have a kid. That's the secret to your to weight loss success. <laughs> but starting small, if we had just done that instead of waiting for the perfect time and the perfect plan, well, and the, the best time to start would have been thirty some years ago. The second best time is right now. Exactly. So, uh, so yeah. So start where you are. That's where we're starting, and uh, we believe in you. And uh, I think you can believe in you too. I think you can. And thank you so much for listening to this episode and such good luck for you. Mm -mm. All, uh, well, the most recent 300 episodes of our show are available on all the major podcast platforms. And uh, you can also listen to every single one of them back to episode uh, one going to our website. Uh, They're all there. Um, oh, and actually, we're uh, by the time this episode comes out, we should also be on YouTube now. Oh, uh, all our episodes, uh, ear YouTube, not face YouTube. Yeah, well, sort of both. It's like it's you a, won't see our faces. Though. No, you won't see our faces, but uh, all of the episodes will be on on YouTube also. And I think maybe we can do all 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 the episodes on YouTube. Yeah, I guess EarTube doesn't really sound like a very I'm, good. Place I'm to working go. on it. I probably <laughs> shouldn't say this while I'm working on it, but by the time this comes out, hopefully, I'll have the YouTube channel thing uh, all worked out. Uh, but anyway, if you'd like to go back to episode one and start listening, uh, you can go to our website, which is weonlylookthin.com. Yup. And if you are at weonlylookthin.com, you can click on that link for join our support group to find out more about Walt Place. We Only Look Thin Place is a Facebook-based accountability group for women. We are not a weight loss plan, but we are a place for support and accountability and just fellowship in this like crazy journey venture. It can be really difficult to share share your you know your your struggles and your successes with uh, people that you know your family and your friends this is a super supportive community of women in all stages of their weight loss journey ventures we have people in maintenance and other people who are just starting out and it is just super supportive and uh, friendly no drama, but we do have lots of Zoom meetings. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I do Zoom meetings uh, many times a month. We have interaction. We have subgroups. And it's just a great place. I'm super proud of it. Uh, check us out. We have two subscription options, a monthly subscription with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if Wolt Place is right for you. Yes, indeed. Do you tell people to save their drama for their mama? <laughs> in no. the group so that there's no drama you don't say that okay no because everybody just organically if you're listening to this podcast and you get our message then i think you're you're gonna be good yeah I think you're the they're already person. people who listen to this are already saving their drama for their mom <laughs> okay. um uh, if you would like to interact with us in other ways you can find us on social media we are on instagram and facebook at we only look thin uh, or you can send us an email. Uh, we have an email address at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Uh, we enjoy episode suggestions. We've taken listener emails and turned them into many episodes of this show. Uh, we will answer your questions. Uh, if you'd just like to say hello and uh, tell us we're awesome, uh, we also appreciate that. Maybe mention how good looking we are. Uh, we like that as well. Uh, you can send that once again to weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Yep. And like we said at the beginning of the episode, if you have a couple of extra minutes and can head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and a five star review. Not only does really after all these years, let us know that what we're doing is making a difference in your lives, but it also lets us know that uh, we still 
matter in your journey venture, and it helps other people find our podcast when they are looking for cool beans, cool kid, clean content uh, podcasts like ours. All of those things. Those are hashtags which you can uh, follow, <laughs> which will uh, make our podcast uh, appear in your feed. Also, uh, if you are on the dark web... <laughs> Uh, I call Reddit the Catherine dark web because I don't know Reddit how to as the internet. dark web. Uh, if you are on uh, a a page like Reddit or uh, a uh, Facebook group or a Discord server, and it seems appropriate to bring us up, uh, it really does help the pe- help people find the show. Just like uh, McBabe found Mick us, McBabe found us, uh, found us uh, through a uh, a Reddit group. Uh, it really is a great way to help us out, and we would appreciate it. Or if you're just the face to face with somebody, if you know somebody that you think would get uh, something out of the show, and you could uh, give us a shout out. We really appreciate it. So if you're still imagining Donald and I dressed up like Batman and Robin climbing up the side of a building pyramid for some reason. Hey, it burns a lot of calories, let me tell you. It's pretty neat. Yeah. Just remember that Donald and I and McBabe. Yeah. Mick, McBabe are, are an, an inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.